Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast In My Twenties with me, your host, Bookie Spotsleiman. And today I am very excited <laughs> to talk about one of my favorite topics, one topic that I can always sit and talk about um, forever. I get asked a lot of questions on it. It is on hustle, culture, and ambition. So I've written quite a few of these um, topics on hustle, culture, ambition, success, work, identity, striving for more versus being content, all of those things. I'm very excited to get into today's episode. But before I do, if you haven't already subscribed both to the podcast and the YouTube channel, please do um, go back and check out a previous episode. Um, If you're not already subscribed to the newsletter as well, this is where a lot of the podcast is coming from, both letters I have written before and letters that I will be writing and sharing soon. So definitely check that out. If you haven't, I will leave everything in the show notes um, for you to do so. Click on the description box and the show notes um, to get the links to everything. So hustle, culture and ambition um, is for people who are asking themselves the question, I want to be great. I want to do great things, but at what cost? And people who have gone through burnout and are now kind of figuring out okay how am I going to take things slow whilst also achieving the goals that I want to have so I'm going to read an excerpt from one of the previous newsletters that I wrote and then I'm going to talk about it it says in the last six months of 2020 anxiety and I lived in the same room we woke up together had breakfast slogged on with work and went to bed together we laughed on Saturday mornings or cried on Sunday evenings. We even had sleepless nights in the middle of the week for no good reason. We fought, but I'd given. She left, but she would return. And then recently, I listened to a show and realized how abnormal this was for me as a person of faith. This idea of hustling and chasing and pursuing things. Um, that becoming so complacent with something that is not from God was quite literally pulling my faith apart slowly. Worse still was what brought us together was something that is supposed to bring me so much joy, something I consider a gift and a blessing from God. And that was my second business, um, a diet house. So I'll pause here and give a bit of context. I had the idea for Adaya House, which is a fashion rental um, service for professional women who wanted to switch their looks up, um, you know, without breaking the bank, who had, who were busy and wanted to just play around with fashion um, without spending a lot of money. Fashion rental is also really sustainable. And during the pandemic, I got really into like sustainability. I was very aware of like my carbon footprint and things like that. And I was trying to do my part, right? But In 2019, I'd had the idea for this business and I was in the process of getting it done um, and just figuring out what it was going to be. I went through like an accelerator. I spoke to a couple of people. I was just talking about it and obsessed with it. And I tried to like flesh out the idea. And then I got serious about it and decided, okay, I think I'm going to do this. A lot of people have also validated it, said it's a good idea. I remember once I had gone on the streets of like Oxford Street um, to literally ask random people what they thought about it. Not as if it was my idea, but as if it was just a thing that another friend was doing um, to kind of test it out. So I got all of that validation. And then I decided I'm going to go for it. I'm going to launch it. 
At this point, it was probably like March 2020. So the pandemic had not yet started, um, but was on the horizon um, properly. And so I paid so much money to get inventory to start a fashion rental business, as you do. And when it was time to launch it, so I had had this plan. I was working with some people to help me build the website and make it all nice and pretty. And I was working on like the strategy. I was working on fundraising, building my team, marketing, all of this good stuff, just trying to flesh out the whole business plan and bring it to life. And then, of course, I'm working my day job as well, trying to also do this project as well, having Save, Spend, Invest as well writing a book as well so a lot was going on but i was very very focused on launching a diet house pandemic hits every plan is on pause but guess what my money is out at this point i'm getting some of the clothes in some of it has been delayed i'm thinking we're in here for like in the pandemic for maybe two three weeks maybe a month maybe two months but it's fine so it was Initially, I was like, okay, this is okay. This is going to give me time to really sort some things out, to do some ground level marketing. But the pandemic, as you know, did not stop after two weeks or two months. Um, And I still was forging ahead. I was still having lots of calls with my developers, with all the people on my team. I had someone to help me with marketing. And we really did think that we had a good chance of pushing this thing out and watching it kind of blow up as you do, right? I think every person who has a business idea or project, you have to be a little bit delusional to think that as soon as you put it out into the world, it's going to go viral. It's going to be a massive hit and success off the bat, right? Because you've worked so hard for it. You, of course, expect it to do really well. Um, My initial launch day was in August, shortly after my birthday. It did not happen. I remember that day so vividly. It came and it left. And at this point... I was sleeping maybe two, three hours a night because I was obsessed with trying to get it off the ground. I was also conscious of the environment that we were on. And August 2020, I think um, people were kind of understanding the idea of like the pandemic and what's going on. But people were also keen to kind of return back to their old lives with like seeing their friends, hanging out with family, dressing up, going for events. At least I was and a couple of my friends were. And so I was putting in my time, all of my time in trying to get this business off the ground. And then once the day that I was supposed to launch did not happen, I like crashed and burned because what had been happening was for the last maybe nine months at that point or longer, I had been going, going, going full steam. I hadn't taken a break at all. I was just constantly on, right? Every single day I lived, breathed and died with a dire. Um, And so that, launch not happening just knocks me down but I didn't even have time to recover I didn't even have time to take a break I didn't have time to even just be like you know what maybe I should actually pause get some perspective I was like no we need to go again we need to work towards the next launch date fix the problems that we had with the website and get it off the ground and so great we ended up doing that took about another month what I thought was initially like a day or two um problem that needed to be fixed ended up being a a month worth of problems that needed to be fixed um which is a story for a different day but yeah so long story short we launched i have been going at this now for nearly 12 months at this point um with my day job with 
other things happening in my life, trying to be a good friend, a good sister, a good um, daughter, all of these things. Um, and then it got to a point I had actually like crashed and burnt. I was completely burnt out. There was no going back. It was, I woke up one day and it was very, this was after the website had launched. It was very much a sense of, I can't do this anymore. I physically could not get up. I was so lethargic. I was tired all the time. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why, because this thing, this business, this passion project was supposed to have brought me joy and also was supposed to have taken off and like been a huge success off the bat but we're in a pandemic and it's a startup and it's a startup that is not um commonplace it's a very unique and niche startup a lot of people did not know about fashion rental I think there were one or two other startups in the space at the time so it was very nascent I had tons to do in educating people about it then working with suppliers figuring out my operating um cost and just running things you know so we got those initial orders but I did not feel the high that I was going to get um and so what I got was burnout was deep burnout and burnout for me at that point was it was physical and emotional right so burnout can be physical when you've just been going at something for too long and then you just can't do it anymore you can't see anything anymore you can't read another article or blog or you know newsletter you literally have to stop your body is telling you you can't do this anymore you're physically exhausted um you're a shadow of yourself and it's just not great right if you know how I am optimally and you would have seen me you know, in that period in 2020, it was black and white. I was a completely different person because of burnout. So that was on the physical side. Then you think about the emotional side, right? So you're, you're going after a business or a project and you're doing all that you can to get it off the ground. And then your energy is creatively sapped from it. And at that point, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't write. I couldn't be creative. I couldn't come up with ideas because I have I had used up a lot of my brain power and my energy towards one thing without stopping to think. And it was around that period of burnout, right, that I really started to ask myself, like, what, well, what was the point? What is the point of it all? Like, okay, even if the business had launched with a bang and done as much numbers as I wanted it to do, like, what was the point? Because I don't think that burnout would have paused. I think that burnout would have met me right there when it did, regardless of how launch day, um, launch week or launch month went. And so that's how I started thinking about hustle culture and ambition. So the second part of the newsletter goes, I decided to break up with anxiety. It was costing me too much of my joy and peace. It was ridding me of the blessing that is truly building a business from the ground up with God as my partner in charge. It was replacing my confidence in God with my ability and now my bruised ego. It's okay to have doubts, of course, and go through difficult seasons, but it's not okay to normalize things that push you further away from God. Because why should anything give you anxiety or worry? Like, Truly, what is it that you want so bad that God cannot give you in a heartbeat anyway? And so I read this in my devotional the other day and felt I needed to share. This is 2022, right? So I'm reflecting on January 2021 and I go, January was tough for most people. And these words have helped me get through it. And I hope that it helps you too. 
When we're waiting on something that we think would give us more worth or value and we don't receive it, that takes even more from our worth or value. When you come to a place where your worth isn't tied to what works, what doesn't work, but is about who you are, then you're not anxious for anything. So when you want something so bad, ask yourself what you think is going to prove about who you are that you don't know already. And so the journey is no longer for success. The journey is for self. The journey is for having the privilege to build something from the ground up and watch it come alive. The journey is the gift of growth that continues to give and give and give until the end. And the destination is a whole person, is to be a whole person, lacking in nothing, not in patience, not in clarity, not in peace. This idea of burnout, we've so easily become accustomed to because of the 1% of people who go viral overnight with their success story saying they pulled all nighters for days without end is no longer my idea of success. Respectfully, I'm unsubscribing from that lifestyle. So that was the second half in me realizing what was truly important after hitting burnout, in me really thinking about ambition and like this whole idea of like hustling and hustle culture. And I think that in the pandemic, there were one or two people, or there were, you know, two types of people. One was you have to use this pandemic time wisely. We're all cooped up in our houses. Life is not normal. We're not doing things the same way, but we have so much time. And there was one notion of people that believed that you needed to be spending that time like doing the most, doing everything you could to be super productive, to start new businesses, to launch new ideas, to do all of these great things, which sounded good, but a lot of it was actually underlying hustle culture. And then of course, there's the other side of that, which was like, this is not normal. You need to take a break. Like rest is productive too. Um, and all of that. And I was trying to figure out where I fit in. Like, did I really think that I needed to be grinding as much? Sure. There is this opportunity that we've all been given <laughs> in the pandemic, which is staying at home and having a lot more time to ourselves. But again, like I, I said in a previous episode, like life is time. What do I want to be doing with my time? And so I think that sometimes contentment and gratitude can produce so much more than hustle and this and the pursuit of ambition will so what i mean by that is we're too busy going on we're too busy um pursuing ambition and we're too busy pursuing hustle that we stop to actually be grateful for the things that we have we stop to actually be content with our lives and i think that that can do so much more sometimes i found that whenever i'm stuck I always just have to remember what I've done, who I am, whose I am. And that almost spurs me on to be able to do things rather than just thinking from an idea of, oh my gosh, I haven't done this by now. I need to do this. I need to go, go, go. I need to be on the next thing and the next thing. I need to get my name out there. All of those things, right? So I want you to remember this phrase. Most times, contentment and gratitude can and will produce so much more than hustle and the pursuit of ambition will. I wrote a letter to 20-somethings when I first started the podcast and I'm going to read a part of it again. So, sometimes you have to accept that really great things take time. Give it time, please. Give yourself time. 
life is not equal parts inputs equals outputs there is a process in between life is messy and for most of us in our 20s the messy bits is where we're at right now and also the messy bit in the middle that you're running away from is growth growth is a part of your journey so stop trying to rid yourself of the hardships contrary to what we might have heard growing up life is good not only because good things happen but especially because even when not so great things happen you come out on the other side and you can still appreciate the good that has come out of it the lessons the friends the newfound courage the bravery in yourself the increased self-awareness and self-esteem and of course i'm speaking from experience right in starting and launching that business and ultimately closing it down 2 years later pride for the person you are becoming life is good not because you have everything you've ever wanted but because you can appreciate that good things take time and you're not here just for a good time but also here for a long time life is good not just on the sunny days but even on the rainy days where you can sleep in a bit longer curl up with your favorite book cuddle with your partner say a prayer of thanks for the showers of blessing that you have life is good because despite everything that you've been through the good the bad the ugly the secrets that no one even knows about you're still here you still have a fire in you and so i say to you in your 20s compare yourself to others only to look for inspiration and not to degrade yourself okay i've got some questions um some audience questions and i'm going to take them now so the first one is can you be content and also ambitious easy answer of course <laughs> i think i'm currently content in the life that i have but i'm ever ambitious i'm ever so ambitious i'm always ambitious right because for me ambition isn't necessarily the pursuit of more in itself for me ambition is trying to be a better person overall so again i talk about the concept of life is not just what you feel it with in terms of achievements or what you own or what you have but life is like in the impact in the people that you meet in the people that you touch whose life have i been able to impact right um so i think you can be content with where you're at but also still want more for yourself not in terms of the accumulation of things but just in the terms of being a better person and having more impact in the world The second question is what if I don't feel ambitious I just want a nice simple life now what I mean honestly do we not all want nice simple lives I don't think anyone wants their life to be like complicated or heavy or tough um and I think that that's fine that you can not feel ambitious in a traditional sense but you can just enjoy your everyday as it comes you're maybe someone who does not need to do many things and there's only a few people really who are called to do and be many things for most of us we're just called to live our lives as 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 we're living for god and to really have impact in people on an everyday basis it doesn't have to be you starting a business or a project or launching something or doing something so huge that goes viral it can just be in how you show up for your friends and how you are a rock for your family so if you're ever that person who maybe all your friends are talking about their dreams their goals their ideas and you're kind of feeling like that all sounds good but really 
I just want a nice, simple job. I want to go have my nice, simple job, get my money and use it to enjoy my life, bless some people and that's it. And that's fine. And you can rest and be content in knowing that that is fine. So the third question is, ambition leads to burnout, but how do I balance it all? So I'm still trying to find the answer to this, right? This idea of balance, I think that we've been sold is is interesting when you're in your 20s because on one end of the field, you have people saying like, your 20s are the time you have the most energy. You probably don't have a lot of like bills and responsibilities. You maybe don't have um, kids or you might not be married, things like that. So I think that the concept of like balance in your 20s is, you know, it's for each person to figure it out. Let me say that right but I think you do have to work on not burning out while still being ambitious so what for me has changed from when I first got burnt out like with that launch and starting a diet versus where I am now with still starting you know this podcast and doing all the other things that I do is I think I'm more conscious of the fact that I want to spend my time truly enjoying the things that make me happy so whether that is starting a new podcast whether that is you know, being more intentional with showing up for my friends and spending time with my friends and my family. I think that that sort of complements and grounds me even in my ambition. So I can still dream. And of course, I'm still pursuing some really like big audacious goals, but I'm not driven by fear, which I think a lot of people can be sometimes. And that's sometimes what leads to burnouts. Um, So yeah, I think balance is an everyday practice. You kind of figure out what works for you. You take breaks, understand that rest is productive. You hang around your tribe and people that know that, people who can speak life into you, right? And that that is what will keep you grounded. The next question um, and the final question is, I'm a recovering overachiever and learning how to slow down, but it's hard. I want to be great and make my parents proud but I'm worried about what it's costing me. Hmm. So this is really interesting um, because when I think about overachievers, I think most of us are overachievers in one sense or the other because we grew up, you know, our parents kind of told us to do really well in school and they, you know, they give us all the things and all the tools to do that. And you come into your 20s and no one is kind of, steering that ship and you you probably still have that same innate go-getter attitude you want to make your parents proud you want to be great you want to hit the top of whatever it is that you are doing in your work in your career passion project whatever um and you're probably low-key a people pleaser and that's something that I've figured out um in myself in other friends is that a lot of us are actually trying to please our parents trying to please other people trying to prove something um but the question says at what cost right and that's what I think about when I think about like hustle culture and ambition is like what is the cost of all the things that you're trying to do all the time you're spending in building something and being so obsessed with it that you maybe push your friends away for a few months or you don't answer the calls from your parents when they call you 
or you don't go out for your friends' birthdays and things like that. So I do think that you have to intentionally slow down, like put things in your diary that would make sure that you have a break, make sure you're planning your vacations, make sure you're also doing things that don't kind of encourage that hustle that we we all almost all have in us right to just keep going but actually say to yourself I'm in my 20s I've still got time and I, I think sometimes you have this false notion that like time is running but really you're in your 20s like we've just barely started life and there's still so much by God's grace to go so I think that you can be and you know you can be who you want to be and do all the things you want to do do you have to do it all right now in this moment, I don't think so. And so, yeah, I think counts the cost, right? Because life is time and time is all we have. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you have enjoyed it. Um, of course, subscribe if you haven't to the YouTube channel and the podcast. And I'm looking forward to hearing your comments as well. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.